0: Next on Rugby Wrap-Up Major League Rugby Drama, opinion, highlights, and previews with Dan Power, Brian Ray, and Matt McCarthy. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part five, Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig & Whistle, the world's best rugby pump, and Lean and & Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy in Midtown Manhattan. Brian Ray happy up in Canada, finally. And Dan Power, looks like he's in front of the seawall in Seattle. Guys, ho-ho, doctor, did we have a good weekend of Major League Rugby? And, Brian, since your arrows finally won on the road, let's talk to Dan first about... The first game of the, of
1: the weekend. It was
0: Friday Night Lights, home opener, Segra Field, Old Glory, bringing in the Free Jacks, lots of red, white, and blue, Dan.
1: Yeah, it wasn't there. Those patriotic jerseys on both sides, I love it. I think I stood up and saluted eight times in the first half alone as they went running down the field. It was brilliant. Uh, Got to tell you, Matt, I had some question marks around New England coming into this season. I'm erasing them. I'm erasing them game by game here because answers are coming my way. And I think the Free Jacks may be the real deal. There's a little bit of resolve in that outfit, in the defense in particular. And Bodine Walker, everything that man touches is turning to gold at the moment. He's a hot hand. And hopefully the Free Jacks, they've got a big test this week, but boy, they look good. And I, I feel for old glory. My heart hurts for OG, for Dougie. such a good man and the crew down there, but they hung tough in the first 40, but just couldn't couldn't stick with it in the second half, but yeah, tough times in the nation's capital.
0: And again, that was a lot of red, white and blue. Brian, were you looking down from Canada with disdain about the patriotic nature of this, this particular matchup?
2: Well, let's not forget that the Free Jacks actually had uh, four outstanding Canadian qualified players out there leading the way. So it doesn't Best surprise me at all that they won. Uh, no, uh, echoing what Dan said, they were just uh, an impressive performance. Uh, you know, um, a couple little slip ups here. Uh, Old Glory brought in Rohan Seifeloy at fly half and he looks good. Uh, you know, obviously just arrived, so you can't expect the guy to do everything. But uh, uh, they look more certainly more potent in that backline with him and Penny Lasanga, the new winger as well. Uh, some rapid feet on that guy, but uh, he did throw one ball away for a try. Waka was unreal. The guy is on fire. Uh, wow, they look like a good team. And uh, like I said, we're going to have to talk about what's coming for them. Uh, those Free Jacks up pretty soon. Old Glory, you know, they they just they, they're just a little bit. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Disjointed in defense. They, they just qualify. They're going to find their mojo in defense is the thing that's going to dig them out of this hole uh, the the quickest, so uh, I think they'll be working on that in in training this week.
0: Next one up, we had
2: Atlanta hosting New York at the Snake Pit. Great win for New York. ATL, I I, I think... I like the approach that they're taking in that they're kind of ramping up their offense a bit this year, but they're a little bit too loose right now. They're just, uh, they just got to dial it down from 11 to like nine and a half. Maybe. I mean, they were winging balls over Andrew Coe, just to, you know, they're picking off two passes, one in for the try. Uh, I mean, you just got to be a little bit uh, tighter, not just throw the ball away sometimes, but uh, this was just a good game of rugby. Uh, really exciting. I mean, this could turn out to be a preview of the Eastern Conference final, the way two, these two teams are going. So uh, nice to see New York. I mean, the first game, they really got hampered by that wind in Houston. So we got to actually see that back line throw the ball around a little more. And, man, Emery and Fuatai in that midfielder, a bit of a handful. And, and then there's that Ed Fido fell on the wing. The rolling oh piano. goodness. Unbelievable. So uh, fun game. Good to see this one. And I can't wait to see these two play again later this season.
0: Atlanta was down 17-zip and came roaring back to take a lead. And you thought, wow, they are going to vanquish New York the rest of this match. And then that didn't happen.
1: No, it, didn't. It, was, it was a really good – and that's a sign of a good team. Like when you can have a lead, you lose it, you make corrections, readjust very quickly, and then and get back. Momentum is a, a crazy thing. We've never really figured out momentum in sports, how you get it, how you keep it. Uh, for New York to turn it around, once you lose it, it's hard to get it back. And they did a great job getting that. Cool heads. Andy Ellis, Sam Windsor, I think that experience, at nine ten just to slow the pace of the game down, and much to Brian's point about Atlanta, they almost looked like they were still playing Old Glory, like they were the hot hand attacking everywhere in that game, and they are like, oh, it'll work, but New York, obviously a different beast altogether, but defensively, I've been pretty impressed. Atlanta's not the same defensive side that we saw last year, that rushing up defense, putting pressure on. Uh, they're still solid, but definitely not what we saw last year. A much more attacking-minded, and that's a reflection of their change at head coach, but man, Big win, big win for you. I know that meant a lot to New York and, and I know you're in New York, Matt, and you know, those guys losing that Eastern conference by a point, it, it weighs on you for a long time. And to have a shot so early in the season to at least have some steps towards retribution uh, was big for New York. I, I spoke to a couple of the guys after the game and yeah, they felt, they felt really good about getting a the win there on the road. A couple of big guns were missing
0: for, for that, that Atlanta lineup and but they are deep, and both of those teams were deep because you saw Andy Ellis coming off the bench for the second week in a row. Connor Buckley back on his feet after getting knocked silly last week. It was just a broken nose. Just a broken nose, folks. It sounds, sounds, sounds kind of cavalier, but it's rugby. You break your nose. They're just doing it. And at 2-0, with Ellis coming off the bench, you know, so that's that's pretty darn good. The next one up, Dallas's first ever home opener.
2: This was a heck of an exciting uh, game. Uh, some crazy stuff in this one. A couple of the uh, uh, officiating decisions were, I'll just call them mystifying. Uh, I'm really pleased for Dallas to, to to really put it to Houston and, uh, you know, for a big portion of that second half, I was convinced Dallas was going to come away with and win it. And I mean, they were winning until the 78th minute, so really heartbreaking uh, for them. But I mean, you can't uh, uh, fault Houston for how they performed in the last 10 minutes and scored three times in like seven minutes uh, and all. You know it, it, they were all good tries, it wasn't like they, they stole anything away. I think, uh, Dallas, once they started bringing on those replacements in the second half, they, they don't quite have the depth, it just kind of slipped away from uh, maybe their defensive marking. But before that, they were looking confident, uh, full credit to them. Uh, you know, uh, and I, I have to say, the, the atmosphere looked terrific in Dallas for the first game out, the field looked great, uh, everything looked perfect on TV. The only thing I'm going to say is turn that damn music off. You can't be playing music during a rugby game while the game is going on. I don't care who likes that stuff not well, for me that's, that's my you only did. black mark against
0: that yeah. game <laughs> but you know you spoke of stealing and uh, how about danny barrett stealing the ball all the time or and he's going to challenge your boy lucas rumble for stealing poaching at the breakdown what do you think of them apples uh,
2: I, I can't disagree. The guy was unreal, and I, to be honest, I thought a couple of those calls against him were a little harsh. He was over that ball like it was unbelievable, and you know at the end he's kind of lying there getting a breather at the end. So I still, still think he's got to get his legs for fifteen specs. But
1: man, uh, Danny looks good so far. Yeah, great game. What a finish! Fairy tale stuff. I mean, you can't. Uh, you feel there was a there was a shot of. Adrian Carlos at the end, just inconsolable. And you know, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to laugh. The guy's an absolute gem of a human being. And you just Gave laughed everything at it. everything. And you just laughed at it. But it's just anyone who's played the game knows exactly where he's at at that moment. I think someone walked over to help pick him up and he just shooed them away. <laughs> you know, 80 minutes. I, don't, I shouldn't be feeling like this. I should be elated. That was our game. Man, defensively, they just shut off in that last five minutes, like made some horrible defensive errors. Um, and again, it, uh, probably experienced. Brian mentioned it. The bench wasn't deep, and no, then Niposki
0: the, the was out with the ankle injury. Yeah,
1: he's he's been good. Niposki again, you know, good pickup out of UCLA. So first first pick overall, so good good for him. Dallas, I I said they were going to be winless this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna redact that, and I I think they're going to upset some teams.
0: Then we had Austin, the Gilgronies, welcoming in those Mountain Men from Utah. And this one, I thought, was a little bit disappointing in in terms of what Utah brought to the table.
2: And uh, the scoreline could have been a lot bigger if they didn't man up in defense. I thought the defense was pretty good, especially when they got backed up. I mean, they held up Austin, I think, three times. Uh, over the goal line in that one. This was surprisingly kind of one-sided. I don't think the twenty-four uh, ten scoreline really reflects how dominant Austin really were in this game. They spent most of the game in Utah's end. Utah was just back on their heels. Now Utah didn't have loops there. Their Namibian fly half, so that certainly didn't help. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they could, could quite play enough territory, but they just didn't have the ball. I mean, that's just a dominant Austin side right now, and I can't wait to see them play LA to see that game. But uh, yeah, I mean. Utah don't look bad, but uh, you, Austin is just steamrolling everybody to start. I mean, what, what are you going to say? They, I think someone said they were they looked
1: in mid uh, mid-season form already, and you have to agree they, these guys look good. i am a tequila guy, but uh, the girl girl is three and oh my god, how sexy is their scrum half, lauren as well? That guy it looks like he was built in a lab. I've got a pretty full man crush thing, so I haven't got room right now. So just you make room a for him, guys. No. Maybe. I tell you, the best bromance in Major League Rugby is Marco Keith and Julian Dominguez. Yeah. I just want to be—I want to be Alan in the back seat of the Hangover, They're the three best friends. I don't really fit in with those two, but I just want to hang around them because they just look great and they're unreal. O'Keefe was on fire on Saturday night. Dominguez, every time he touches the ball, shredding tacklers, just bumping people off. Great go forward, and they kind of missed that last year, Austin. That was like their X-factor. So kudos to to the coaching staff for going out and identifying two genuine x-factor players i I just think it's going to take something special to stop them and maybe it is going to be la or all these guys behind me this weekend you know starfire could be the place listen listen
0: no no shields are won in february okay true no shields are won in february okay but they can be lost they can't how about the toronto arrows toronto getting
1: that victory At the goal by What a what a what a win on the road. What a tough gritty win. You've got a feel for Noah Gold fans. Another game that sort of slipped through the fingers. Um, they went up, they had a lead there, they're at home, you think they can close it out. But can't write off Toronto that last twenty minutes was just brilliant from the arrows. And it's gonna be those wins on the road that really set them up for the rest of the season? Because we know they've got the hardest open. They're just gone for the half season.
2: You know, before this game, quietly off screen, I was mentioning that this was must win for the Arrows. If they didn't win this, it was it was done, the playoff picture was, was out of it. They had to get a win for momentum, for confidence, for everything. And this is just one of those ones where you do everything you have to do to get the victory. Sammy Malcolm, the hero, that guy is an honorary Canadian. Make him Prime Minister, please. Arrows, fantastic win, so pleased for them. Kyle Bailey scoring against his forward team first, uh, right off the bat, awesome. Brock Webster, sensational on debut for the for the Arrows. So uh, yeah, super thrilled for them.
0: Next one up, Santiago. Welcoming in Seattle. Seattle's just a home team, right? They can't win on the road wrong. They win this one, Dan.
1: Hey, look, where's Lepetti at? How about this guy? Let's uh, let's throw him on every billboard in America because he is a genuine, absolute superstar. That line he runs and then finishes it off. I'm just like, okay, defense has to be a lot better. Cut it out. Defense yeah. is A-OK. Let's credit some good attack and Lepetti, great attack. Ricard I'd- Hadding got that try. Two oh, tries. I- no, that try.
0: Oh, that try, yeah. One where
1: he left, like, footprints on people. and Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that hurt me just watching that. I'm like, oh, don't go low on him. And then he did His didn't. eyes were wide like, oh. as he's like... <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I know it's going to hurt, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And, yeah, it hurt. But, yeah, so San Diego played really well. I don't think, like... San Diego haven't had the greatest start, but they're not a bad team by any stretch. They're, I think all, they're, they just all, need... they're all hurt again, right? Red Hot uh-huh. Ryan
0: Matias evens now, you know, he gets hurt dishing off for the try, right?
1: Yeah, but uh, Seattle are three and odd. Now, I didn't see that coming into this year. Good for Seattle. Yeah, I mean, this was a, just an entertaining game back and forth, uh, a really wild one, really fun.
2: Uh, I mean, just echoing what Dan said, Lopetti, unbelievable. This kid is, I mean, where did he come from? You know, I've, I've I maybe seen him play once for St. Mary's beforehand. So I had no idea about this guy. It comes in straight to the, to the Eagles and yeah. then he's coming to MLR and he's absolutely killing it. The story here is definitely the Seattle's return to greatness. Uh, they look a good team this year.
0: All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with previews of the upcoming action. Selling or trading in your vehicle? She makes it easy. With easy trades, start online or visit us in store. We want your vehicle, and we'll give you up to 125% of KBB value.
2: It's at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. <laughs>
0: since i was four and i've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label none of that stuff influences me i drink beer because of the taste and my beer is paps blue ribbon it has the taste on the flavor
2: what do you think's on the label
0: i think there's a a naked woman riding on a unicorn jumping over fire that's good beer if you're in new york city and want to watch some great rugby have some great food and some great times go to the world's best rugby pub the pig and whistle on west 36th street and we're back with mr brian ray and mr gilgroniak dan power now is a seawolf fan guys we got a very important match for two, two organizations, Brian. And I say organization because your Toronto Arrows are now one and two and right back in the thick of things. And they have an opportunity, but they're on the road again at Old Glory and Old Glory has to be playing
2: angry and for their, for their jobs at this point. I'm definitely picking uh, the arrows, but uh, I, I think this is going to be, you know, a little... Now that they've got Saifeloy and, and, and Lasanga and their guys in the backs, I think Old Glory are, are still a bit dangerous. So they've got to uh, really close
1: down that back line or, you know, this might, might be problematic. Whoever wins the first 20 minutes wins this game. Really? Yeah, I, I do. I, Toronto can put them on early. I just think Old Glory, it's... God bless them. They've they've got to win a game eventually. I just think it's this weekend. Toronto will be better for the hit out with more players in the squad there. Sammy Malcolm gets the eighty minutes under his belt or close to it, and he'll be better for the performance. He's, he really is going to dictate how the team performs early on here because he's such a quality player. And like you said, fourteen points off the tee—that's that's that's a head start, man. And he does that week in week out. He will punish you anywhere inside the fifty. He's not shy about saying take three points and then builds the pressure i thought that was kyle bailey's best game in a long time too and it's great to see he's doing it in toronto i think he'll grow in confidence for that then you got dallas welcoming in new york hopefully another big crowd hopefully the people that went out and watched that game come back and bring a friend because like it it did look really good on tv it looked like they had a good crowd on one side so let's keep building on that and I don't think the upset comes this week for Dallas. I think New York just has too much class across the field, and they'll get it done.
2: Yeah, I mean, New York's uh, now seen that Dallas can play a bit, and certainly that Dallas back row, uh, you know, they got Boosan in as well from from Namibia. That gives them a little bit of depth there as well. So that's certainly a danger area for them. You know, I didn't expect them to push around Houston's pack like they did. A couple, I think two or three of those tries were from in close from those driving balls. So that's something that certainly New York will will take notice of. But there's so much firepower in that New York back line. I just think uh, looking over at what – You know that's a different kettle of fish than than what Houston brought. So I just think they're too much class in that New York tide, and uh, they'll get the job done.
0: Brian, the next one up, Seattle hosting Austin. Austin playing on the road. Can the Gilgronies keep up the pace against the seawall?
2: It's tough. I'm going to go with Austin in this, but I think this is going to be a cracking match. Uh, I can't wait to watch.
0: Dan, he's going against the Starfire crowd.
1: Typical Canadian move. Yeah, but... In fairness, it is it is hard. Like I think on the weekend, Austin were the only team that won at home. So the the road teams are having success. I'll I'll go Austin as well. But man, this 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 could shape the Western Conference this this game. And I thought it was going to be Utah Austin, but Utah started a little sluggish. But you'd have to think LA are going to find their feet at some point. Austin, Seattle, like are those the three teams out of the West which leave San Diego, Utah. Houston, Austin on the road by uh, a whisker.
0: I, I, I'm going with the. I'm going with the SeaWolves. I'm going with the seawall at home. I'm going with Tony Ridnell and Brockley Guy and Rucky and CJ and the whole gang on this one. I, and Adrian Balfour. God damn it! Next one up, we got. Houston hosting San Diego.
2: Bro. And like Dan says, this could be a pivotal match for both of these teams. And again, I'm going to go with Houston at home just because I think they're a little bit healthier. And mm. I, I think, you know, they'll want to rebound from what they'll see as kind of a, a bit of a letdown in the first hour of that match against Dallas. So uh, I'm going to go with Houston at home in a tight one over a banged up San Diego.
1: Uh, Brian nailed it. Like, this is a roster decision. I, I would put Houston at home, probably get the better of San Diego here, but I don't know what San Diego have left in terms of personnel that are going to be available. So, um, we saw uh, Hedy Labuskakny got a three game suspension. So, there'll be a bit of reshuffling, but you got Zach Pangelin in there. I think he's healthy, just being a healthy scratch. So, easy fix it, pull back to, to pop uh, Pange in there. So, I, I think Houston. I, I think they'll have a tough week of training this week. I think there would have been a few, hey, we got the win, but let's not get too carried away with that performance during the week. Uh, so Heineke Meyer and Pote Human would, would have drilled them pretty hard this week at training.
0: At training is where the best things happen, aren't they? For God's sakes. I got to tell you, I think uh, I think San Diego gets a little bit more healthy and they, they beat Houston on the, road. Back on the track. Ooh. Yeah. How about them apples? They win at the Cat's Meow. And then last but not least, the Los Angeles Guiltinis off their bye week, welcoming in the Free Jacks who are on the road again. This one, it's got to be all Guiltinis, Brian.
2: Well, I wouldn't say all Guiltinis, but you certainly can't pick against the defending champions in their home opener. So I am going to go with LA. Uh, but again, this is where we find out when new England's really made of. We've got a good start, good couple games under the belt. We've seen them, you know, make some progress. So uh, last year they, they played against LA in the very first game at Memorial Coliseum and they got a bit overrun. So I'm looking for improvement from them, uh, a better performance, a closer game, but you can't pick against uh, LA at home uh, Memorial Coliseum. No, got to go with Guiltinis.
0: You're dead. New England did make it a, a close match last year, despite the fact that they had 15 yellow cards in that match, right?
1: That's right. That's right. I tell you, if Dougie Fife was playing, I'd be, I'd be really keen on throwing some money on New England in this game for a bit of an upset. Your fellow, so Scots, just,
0: your fellow Scotsman.
1: Uh, hey, hey, lad Let's see if you can f- embarrass an entire country with this accent. <laughs> Here we go. Sorry, Steve Lewis. And you dropped uh, an F-bomb in it, too, which meant you were really, you were really Scottish. Did I really? I didn't yeah. even realize. Did I? I? got way into character then. Yeah. Dang. Um, we believe I, I would, I would have, I'd have a little trundle on the free Jacks if Fife was available, Ooh. but uh, just quite how good was Mitch Wilson on the weekend? Like steps in that kid's unreal. Like his brother's doing great things in Utah, but man, um, I thought they're going to miss Fife a lot more, but Mitch Wilson had an absolute blinder as well along Boating Walker. So, Obviously, you didn't
0: see last week's show when Brian scolded me and said, "What about Mitch Wilson?"
1: Yeah, now nah, Brian's always been the common sense one on the show. We know that. Let's not get let's not get carried away. Valid point. Uh, I, I'll call an upset on the road. I, I to three jacks by one. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Just I just saw a photo of Eric Anderson. He's just so damn dreamy.
0: Yeah, he is. He's the yacht yacht cover model. Uh, yeah. Yacht Magazine cover model, Eric Anderson. The old
1: uh, Polo Ralph Lauren ad like, yeah. the, with the sweater around Fitch. his it neck. Just, they just yeah. keep
0: going on, right? But, uh, yeah, uh, and he's smart, too, and he's a nice guy, which makes me really, really jealous. Anyway, Hope. I like the collars, too. I couldn't – I had a little difficulty reading the, the numbers on the jerseys with the hoops going through them last week. I hesitated on calling Waka's name a couple of times, which is ridiculous. But for the, for that reason i'm going to pick the guiltinis and there you have it all right fellas well, we have some great rugby to look forward to intriguing matchups i want to thank mr brian ray a smiling brian ray with his victorious arrows and dan confusing people with his seawolves allegiance or his gilgroni allegiance it doesn't matter and me i'm just gonna keep going on all sides of the fence the whole season long just trying to find that that combination that works Thank you, guys, and thank you for tuning in. Please sign up for our newsletter. Please check out our other segments, including the Rugby Odds and our college rugby wrap-up. And please, please, please sign up for our Red Cross blood donor team.